the Worker's Beat. I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is here with my studio audience. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> the Worker's Beat is about everything from the point of view of working families, like Jim Hightower said. Oh, my gosh. And that was that was right on point there, you know, because lazy workers are not the reason for inflation. It's price gouging. Yes. Big corporations. That's what he said. That's what he said. Well, it's we like to start with things you can do. Today is July 23rd, uh, starting at 10 o'clock today. Political Action Day with District Attorney Cruzo, starting at the Office of Tenacious Democrats, 8499 Greenville Avenue. Today at 2 o'clock, the Democratic Socialists of America History Series will be on the Black Panthers. And you can join by phone with this number. It's 813-7237. Well, that's not right. Let me start over. 813-3... Let me start over again. 813-723-7584. Okay. They have, well, they messed this up. Huh? Well, there's too many digits. I got you. So we there's they put another, out too many digits. There's another block walk that uh, actually is going from eight thirty to eleven thirty, and that's for HD one hundred seven and one thirteen, and that's in Mesquite. 30, where, do, where do they meet? Thirty seven nineteen Moon Drive, seven five one five zero, and okay. now they started at eight thirty. Uh, but uh, if you go there, I'm sure that they've got a packet for you. Okay. July 29th, the United States House vacations until September the 12th. <laughs> July the 30th at 10 o'clock, Political Action Day with uh, Crusoe at the Tenacious Democrats, 8499 Greenville Avenue. August the 6th at 9.30 in the morning, the AF of LCIO volunteer kickoff event at 1408 North Washington. They're going to train everybody to right. make them... Dangerous in right. this in this political year. Contact yes. AFLCO at gmail.com. September the 9th to 10th, the Women's Summit. September the 12th, the House ends their vacation. Uh, September the 20th is National Voter Registration Day. October the 28th, the deadline to receive vote-by-mail applications for the general election. Of course, you could do it any time between now and then. Right. And November the 8th is the general election. Lots of stuff coming up. And if you know about other things that people should know about, you can call us at 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. We do. We do. They're going to be doing training in Tarrant County, Dallas County, Collin County, and Denton County. Yeah, I'm really proud of, of Marilyn Davis. She is working her tail off. She uh, works for the Texas AFL-CIO. Right. She's, in, she's in, in Round Rock. With the rest of the y'all bunch, that's the young active labor leaders. They're having their annual summit at uh, the Kalahari Resort in Round Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope to get a call this morning at some point from Tavita Utafe, who uh, is uh, our our partner in labor. He's the guy. He's Mike guy. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, I, I interviewed him for a podcast. He's the, he's the Mr. Solidarity or Brother Solidarity. Brother Solidarity. Him. He's so mm-hmm. awesome. I just love him. He flies all around the country and joins the picket lines wherever they are. Yep. Or whatever the rallies are or the strikes or what anything that labor is doing. Anything that uh, that catches his eye. And he, boy, he gets all the dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully he'll call in from the summit this morning. Labor has some victories at the Texas Democratic Party convention. Uh, that took place in Dallas and finished last Sunday. Uh, Gilberto Hinojosa and Lee Forbes were reelected to state party offices with strong support of unions. Yay. So that's a victory. We yes. put that one under that our belt. That is a victory. That's a great victory. Yeah. The railroad workers may finally get a chance to do something. Uh the uh, president is trying to get to resolve the impasse. They have been negotiating for, I think, at least three years past I their know, contract. It's a long time. There's 100,000 railroad yeah. workers involved, but they are under the Railway Labor Act. And what it does, in fact, all labor law 
is meant to cripple labor. Yeah, and, yeah uh, exactly. <laughs> every now and then, back in That's the right. 30s, we got some positive developments, but every, but every other legislation passed is uh, to cripple labor and to keep us from being able to do anything. Yeah. The, the railroad workers want to go on strike. They, and the government won't let them. That's right. Daddy. So President Biden is trying to resolve that with the formation of a presidential emergency board. Railroad workers, hang on. There may be help coming. The cavalry's on the way. 972-647-1893. The, Texas, the TWU, Transport Workers Union 556, which is the flight attendants yes. at Southwest Airlines, they say that they've been bargaining for three years, and that's way too long, and they plan to picket Southwest Airlines in September unless something good happens. Well, I hope something good happens. You know, these I just saw uh, yesterday, yesterday, I think, where American Airlines has got record profits. Yeah. So are they going to are, are they going to go back and and all those people that took those pay cuts and mm-hmm. gave up their bonuses and their their uh, benefits and all that are they going to go back and restore all that for all little, those little, people? A little closer to your home and the communication workers, AT and T also reported very good profits. And and I just saw they added eight hundred and thirteen thousand. Customers, mm-hmm. so and and also saw that they're going to raise rates. Yeah, and they're gonna, so that means, of course, they're going to raise rates. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. But what I didn't see was, are you moving jobs back to the U.S.? Are you are you bringing those jobs back from the Philippines and uh, uh, Calcutta? Are you bringing those back to to the United States? Uh, are you hiring more techs? Because you're also. Ex- I must have missed that if they, if they were. I know, I missed that, that part too. Because, you know, I did. I also saw the part that they're expanding 5G uh, so uh, and fiber. Well, don't you need workers to do that? I don't see. So. I don't see John Stanky, old stinky stanky. I don't see the CEO of the company out there digging any holes in 113 degree heat. Okay. And how about everybody else? The federal minimum wage is still not going up. Here's what the Economic Policy Institute said. After the longest period in history without an increase, the federal minimum wage today is worth 27% less than it was 13 years ago and 40% less than it was in 1968. And they're saying that we need a raise in the the minimum wage. That's That's how you can tell... That's how you can tell who your friends are and who your enemies are. All of your friends want more wages. All of your enemies want us to not have more wages. And it's interesting <laughs> that we have people call from both sides. We do. We, we have do. People, some of our friends call and say that they want to raise wages, and some of our enemies call and say they don't. Yeah, we don't want to raise wages. We want to, oh, my God. We want to hear from you, 972-647-1893. And the question is, should they raise the minimum wage? Well, you know, the, the slogan for uh, Dallas Democrats is rising together. Uh-huh. Well... That means if everybody gets together, if we everybody gets a raise, then everybody gets right, gets risen up, right? What is that thing? Rising water lifts rising all boat, boats or rising, something? Rising tide lifts all boats. There you go. There Wait, you go. Uh, Reagan used that for his excuse for, oh, giving, God. <laughs> for giving money to the corporations. Oh, that was that was the trickle-down thing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You Except give money <laughs> to the corporations. You may, if you give people give money to the rich people, that makes everybody happy. Yeah, that's what that's that what Reagan, his, yes. That's, that's right. Said. Give rich, rich people more money, and it makes poor now, people happy. Now, here's an interesting approach. The idea of a guaranteed income. This is going on around in this or that country around the world, and in in a very small way, San Antonio is trying it, and Austin is also experimenting with guaranteed income programs. They basically just pick certain families that they're going to experiment on and give them money. They don't give them very much. I think it's like... like a thousand dollars every every three months or something like that, or four hundred dollars a month or something like that. But you, and they just give them money. They don't, they don't say they don't ask you, did you look for work or how how much was your grocery bill or anything. They just give them money, and they're gonna see how that turns out. So the idea of a guaranteed income, of course, the bosses don't like it. They no. say, well, if you give people a guaranteed income, they won't go. To they work. won't go to work. But that is so wrong. Mm. These people, some of these people that have been chosen for this study, 
have not been able to go to work. I see. Because they couldn't cover the cost of the childcare. Yeah, well, they were they were they were picked because they were poor. Well, of course. So we'll see how how it comes out. And even if it comes out really, really good, do you think they're going to implement that in the United States? Of course not. Not as long as the bosses are in charge. That's right. That is not going to happen. And that's exactly why we have to vote. Uh I heard Ike talking about it this morning. Mm -hmm. The only way we're going to get out of this, the only way is to vote like our lives depend on it because they do. 972-647-1893. The S&P company, S&P 500 companies, that's the big corporations. Right. Their CEO pay rose 18.2% on average. Workers' wages rose only 4% in 2021. So I'm guessing that 9% inflation rate really isn't bothering them much, right? The CEOs of S&P 500 companies received, on average... $18.3 $18.3 million in total compensation. The average S&P 500 company's CEO to worker pay ratio is now $324 to one. So in other words, you make $10, they make $3,240. So you make $1, they make $324. So, and that's rising. It's not, it's not, it's a trend and it's been going up for a long time. It has. Meantime. Meanwhile, we just keep getting poorer and spending more of what we don't have. Yeah, and the the money is piling up at the other end. And I don't we have like some kind of crazy figure like $22 billion in the rainy day fund? I don't know. I need, to, I need to see because... You're talking about the Texas so-called rainy day fund? Yes. Which the governor controls, and he is very, very careful. It has never... Sure <laughs> nobody gets it. It has never rained hard enough for him to uh, to do anything with that money. Oh, good God almighty, I was way off. Texas. Holy moly. It's How much is it? $30 billion. That's 30 billion. billion with the B. Well, let me tell you this. They're not going to spend $1.5 billion in costs of fixing the electricity grid because the Dallas Morning News said, quote, Texans may expect to pay another $1.5 billion in costs of fixing the electricity grid. So it's going to be on your electric bill. Yeah, because after they gouged you, you know, after mm-hmm. the big storm when their electricity grid failed, mm-hmm. and when it came back online, they gouged the heck out of you uh, and and made record profits, I might mm-hmm. add. Now, they're coming back to you and saying, well, you want us to fix the grid? It's going to cost $1.5 billion. We don't have that. Yeah, and then, and then they're going to get it from us. Of course. And see? And what happens? They just keep making more and more and more money. 972-647. One eight nine three. It's not so much a question of how bad things are. The question is, what are you going to do about That's it? That's right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Bonnie says, vote. Vote. Beto's in. Beto is in Amarillo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Night before last, he was in Lubbock, Texas. He's talking about Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, uh, the mm-hmm. Democratic nominee for governor in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lived in Lubbock at, at one time back in the in the late seventies. Uh, very very conservative. Super conservative. Home of Buddy Holly. Home of Buddy Holly, home of Texas Tech University. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beto's event night before last was standing room only, and the room was packed. I hope they didn't get COVID. No, they had masks. They had masks. Well, that's something. I did see that. So, I mean, I'm, that really, that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. People are, uh, please tell me people are waking up and thinking, thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hope that's what's happening. Well, you're looking for some good news. Here's some. <laughs> I kind of keep track of what the, of the organizing victories. Yes. This is just, just from CWA, just from Bonnie's Union, Communication Workers of America. They got the quality assurance testers at Activision Blizzard. They got America's Test, test Kitchen. They got the technicians in Colorado who work for Wise Connect. And they got the journalists at The Hill, 
a Washington-based wow. political publication. So, so they're organizing far and wide. We're moving and shaking, baby. Yeah. I like it. Well, UAW is too. That's what we need. UAW uh, is uh, organizing the county workers uh, all over Dallas. Uh, that's that's steel workers. I'm sorry, steel workers. Mm-hmm. United Auto Workers are actually the parent un- union of the union that top employees joined. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So well, that's pretty cool. So there's some organizing going on, and uh, labor, of course, always wants you to help. Yes. Yes. It's exciting. We have a call, Gene. Morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm just, um, I'm, I just started tuning in on my radio, and I'm going to cross this channel. <clears throat> and so I've never listened to it before. But some of the things they're saying kind of, uh, yeah, possibly um, but they're brainwashing people, and they're wondering why people can hear them. Oh, it's finally time that they thought for themselves. Well, they're not thinking for themselves because you're listening to the propaganda that people and this station is putting out because apparently that's the Republicans are paying maybe some of these George Soros some of those uh, these radio stations do nothing but propaganda the country has gone downhill in the last two years because of this uh, scam of the president that we had that stole the election y'all are not talking about that because you're playing okay I, I, can I stop you and ask you a question are you are sure. you saying that the last two years under Biden, the government the the country's gone to gone to pot or whatever? You damn right. Hey. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Keep talking, sister. Stimulus, no, no, no. All the stimulus that he's putting out there, he's making money, making money, and throwing it out there. He is the one that invented the COVID. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Chinese uh, partners. Oh, no, yeah. y'all are brainwashing really? people. Brainwashing people. Wow. And Jim had, Jim had, Jim had, Jim still does, that Democrats had slaves. Very few Republicans had slaves. Uh, <laughs> You're so Let me, what, let me ask you. Propaganda. Tell oh, that y'all can I remember this. I remember this, sister. Now. Yeah. Me too, Jim. Go for it. Yeah. Go, uh, sister, do you also do you support the Q Anon group? Do you you also believe that? All the Democrats are pedophiles. 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 I don't believe all Democrats are bad. I believe that the ones that you are, because you're blind. <laughs> Just us. Just us. Okay. All right. And anything else? Because we, we can't go on all else, day. Because we got other people waiting to talk. They don't this. know what's going. Yeah, I know. You want to get people like me off, don't you? I don't care. I want, you can keep you talking if you want to, but no. we got to break, take a break. So. I want you to finish. Go ahead. Finish, finish your thought. Finish it up, sister. I'm the only one that's actually called because I'm calling you a uh, propagandist. Yes. And you're calling uh. these people to still be slaves of the Democrats. Slaves like of the Democrats. Democrats. God, oh okay. That was good enough. Thank you. Okay, gotta, thanks, take sister. A break now. See you later. And after we're hot, wild, we'll talk about being slaves of the Democrats. We're back on the Workers' Beat. And we have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Uh, good, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Hi. I um, was just listening to that caller, mm-hmm. and it made me think about... Uh, the divisions between the people in this country right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, uh, there are various uh, factions and uh, various divisions and, you know, you got people who think and then people who follow, uh, like the lady said, uh, what she said, uh, a propaganda. Uh-huh. And I tend to find that the people who are willing to listen and, and talk and exchange ideas are never the Trump supporters, uh, never the people who fall into that faction that the lady who was just talking about, uh, you know, and, and they, they never are willing to exchange information and look at the facts. Right. Uh, and that's oh, no, the no, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, they make up their own facts. Yeah. Uh, that is so unfortunate and so true. That's true. Um, they, um, it, it's like, you know, they, they, no matter what you say, they, they will not accept it. They're going to continue to be 
uh, Trump supporters and QAnon people and, you know, uh, the, 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 uh, conservatives that, uh, that are not going to accept uh, progress. But what, what, what are we going to do about it? I mean, we're not going to well, put them in jail or something. What 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 would you do about well, it? Uh, well, you, like I say, some people will not accept anything but but what they already have in their head. Uh, that's I think thirty percent of the uh, of the population, thirty percent of the voters, the people who voted for Trump, <laughs> they will not accept anything. Yeah, but, so but, but we, wait, wait a minute, brother. You're saying they're hopeless. Right? You're saying they're not uh, ever going to not ever going to uh, face the facts. Well, facts are not going to change their mind. That's well, unfortunately the truth. Uh, so you're you're willing to say that thirty percent of the population is hopeless? Well, so, I'm not so, going to call them hopeless because you never know. Uh, right? Uh, yeah. Lightning, lightning might strike them. You never know. <laughs> but, That's right. <laughs> Actually, I think we should call them hopeless. Are helpless, oh, yeah. helpless, helpless, because they don't, they, they don't want help. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and that tends to be a characteristic of the Republicans. I think they 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 are uh, accustomed to the militaristic type of uh, uh, reasoning, and they uh, uh, get their marching orders, and then they march. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole Republican Party. They they don't want to uh, talk about uh, what, why, who, when, and where. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want to get their marching orders and go. That's yeah. unfortunate but true. Now, you yes. know, you got some uh, uh, Democrats who are, are close to that. They don't want to accept that there are things that are being done, and they want they don't want to take part in the process. They, they just want to criticize. And for those, I would suggest that they just look at the facts. Go online and look up uh, accomplishments of the Biden administration. Thank you. And uh, then do some talking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's so unfortunate, but this is where we are right now. So, uh, but we need a reasonable dialogue, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, I, I like that, reasonable dialogue. How do we don't get that? I don't think people are hopeless. I think, I think one thing is, one thing is that people are, are open to persuasion. They do kind of listen, but mostly I think that history unfolds. In other words, events happen. And somebody be going along thinking everything is just fine until actually something happens to them. You know, history unfolds on them, and their car breaks down. You know, and they can't get to work. And then, and then they see everything differently, because Sometimes. in other words, time is on our side. Yeah. We just have Absolutely. to be patient. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and uh, I'm gonna get off, but uh, I have to. Um, you mentioned the the uh, guaranteed basic income earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think that is basically what we are going to have to move to because if what they are saying is true, automation is going to take over, computers are going to be running everything, and then what's going to happen to the people? That's the a people good point. To, mm-hmm. We will have to have a guaranteed basic income for the people. Of course, you know, you got the conservatives who say the people are going to become, uh, what they call them, uh, useless feeders. Oh, and yes, yes. They will want to uh, ex- exclude us from life, mm-hmm. and we got to look out for that. Anyway, right. thank you very much, and uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thank, thank you, you so much, much brother. brother. We have such smart callers. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. I, I agree with the brother that automation is going to put us all out of work, but I don't agree with the solution. No. I don't think the guaranteed basic income is the solution. First of all, the bosses would never, is never, ever, ever going to happen. Nope. What really does need to happen to deal with automation is is to cut the working hours. And that's and people have known that for a long time. They're just not demanding it. They don't understand it. Forty get paid for forty work or you you get paid for forty hours, right? But yeah. you only work thirty. Or twenty. Or twenty. Or maybe even ten. Because uh, the automation is taking our jobs, there's no question about that. We should lower the working hours. That's the subject of my podcast this week on Workers Beat Extra on SoundCloud. Because I was talking to a young man last Sunday, and uh, he happens to work for one of the higher level uh, automatic, what do they call it, automatic intelligence or AI? AI, oh. Whatever um, it is. uh, Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence, yeah. 
And their job is they basically go to a company and say, let us figure out some ways to help you lay people off. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's what automation does. And uh, there are whole companies, you know, with staffs of, of computer, really sharp computer people who will simply go to a company and say, we're going to help you lay some of your workers off. And the companies just love it because laying people off is what companies are just dying to do. There used to be one, I'm sure they're still around, I think it was the McKenzie Group. Is that it? Oh, my gosh. The AT&T hired them and, uh, you know, to figure out how to fix that. Yellow Pages staff. Well, the, those computer guys, they don't really want to lay people off. They just want to... They, they want, just want a paycheck. They want a pay, paycheck just like everybody else yeah. does, but their paycheck is it's based dependent on... on. <laughs> helping somebody else lay people <laughs> off. Right. So, you know, it's kind of... That's kind of like... It's count- like the suggestion box. The suggestion <laughs> box at work. I wrote a poem about the suggestion box at work. Oh, my God, that's great. Because the suggestion box, you give the boss a suggestion and it helps him lay somebody off. That's right. So my poem was like this. Uh, I made us, I put my suggestion in. I thought I was so wise. The boss gave me a trophy coffee cup and laid off two other guys. Now I cannot slumber for in my dreams I see some other smart suggestion helps the boss to lay off me. Oh, God. Oh, Gene. But oh. anyway, so the Stay guy... Stay away was, from the suggestion, So the, the guy was saying, you know, what's the answer if, if everybody's going to get laid off? Right. And, of course, he sees that ultimately he thinks nobody will ever have a job. I, I said, that's not going to oh, no. happen. no. That's, they're always going to work. The bosses are always going to work the workers. They still it's got just, it. They're yeah. not going to work very many of them. <laughs> That's right. And they want they want most of them to be unemployed, so they'll be out there driving wages down. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and that's why we have to organize. The answer is lower the working hours. Yes. And unfortunately, the unions don't demand that. No. They used to. Bonnie said 30 for 40 with no cut in pay. That was the slogan of the CIO, the Congress of Industrial Organizations, as long as it existed from 1935 to 1955. That was one of the slogans of the CIO, 30 for 40 40. with no cut in pay. But they gave it up. They gave it up. I actually went to uh, a museum, a library one time, and and read all the resolutions from my union, the Auto Workers uh-huh. Union, and they had that slogan in there every year until 1957, and then it just disappeared. The idea of cutting wow. the working hours is not even in the union uh, demands. So nobody is demanding a cut in the working hours here in America. And yet, if you think about it, it is the only solution to automation. Yeah, yeah. Because they are going to they are going to find easier, cheaper ways to do your job. That's what they do. Yeah, and it's That's a right. it's a good thing. It's not that we're against it. No, we like the way we like the way the the present system drives down prices. Right, and and improves technology and and, and improves uh, the quality of our products. Right, and we're better off than we were when we were slaves. Exactly, and we're better off than we were when we were serfs. Yes, and the reason is because of the way this system works. But but it don't work for us. Yeah. It's working for them. It's working for somebody else. Yeah. So so. The, so the boss comes up with some new machine or some new process, lays off some people. The boss makes more money, puts more, puts the money in his pocket. And the workers get nothing. That's right. So when you go up to that suggestion box, think twice. Think twice. <laughs> think twice before you put that suggestion in there. Think it. Think it suggest- through. If your suggestion is any good from the boss's point of view, it's going to help him lay somebody else off. Right. Be sure to think it through. You know, that's that's what you have to do. When you think about stuff like that, think it all the way through. Okay, if I put this in there and he says it's a good idea, am I going to have a job in a couple of months? I don't know. Well, you can weigh in with your opinion. Call 972-647-1893. Tell us if you think guaranteed income is better or cutting the working hours is better. Or if there's anything can be done, 
or if you think we should raise the minimum wage. You know, I should have asked that woman if she was in favor of raising the minimum Ooh, wage. Oh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if she's still listening. I couldn't get a word in edge. I know, she was kind of, yeah. I wonder if pushy. she is for the raising the minimum wage because oh, all of your friends, yeah. everybody that likes you is for raising your wages. Yeah. Everybody that hates you is against it. That's right. So, could, so get straight on that. Yeah. A 13-year-old African-American girl has been accepted to medical school. <gasps> I just wanted to be sure and put that in. It was in the Washington Post. Oh, my goodness. She's already finished high school and college. She's been accepted into medical and school. And she's 13? She's 13. A little black girl. You go, girl. Yeah. She's Man, that's fabulous. Good for her. On the bad news part, Christopher, oh, no. Christopher Shaw is suing the Beaumont police because they broke his back. While he was in custody and Jesus he is paralyzed. Christ. So he is suing him and the police are not saying nothing. Well, we have one of those here. Uh, the county is pointing fingers at the at the Dallas Police Department. The Dallas Police Department is pointing fingers at the county. Because that's because, because somebody Luis, died in custody. Luis Angel Perez. Yes. Who got arrested on a DWI or DUI, DUI they call it now. Yeah. And uh, died in custody, and so the police are blaming the jail, and the jail is blaming the police. Meanwhile, Native Americans are suing to retrieve items stolen from the bodies of the natives that were massacred at the Wounded Knee Massacre oh of 1890. They, they stole this stuff off of the bodies and put it in the museums, and so the Native American people are saying, well, you know, we, we go we and kind of like to have, have that, that back. Yeah, we, that's our ancestors, so can we... Oh, my God, we are the most barbaric people. Mm -hmm. They killed Lord. women and children. They killed everybody. <gasps> the Wounded Knee Massacre of 1890. It was horrible. 972-647-1893. The station just loves you, loves it when you call. Here's some good news. Okay. <laughs> 17 Democratic congresspersons got arrested at a pro-choice rally. Yep. Guess who else was there? So they just didn't just give up. No. And uh, Brianna Brown and uh, Michelle Tremell from Texas Organizing Project. They're the co-directors. Mm -hmm. They were there they were and got arrested. At yes. the pro-choice rally. Yes, I'm so proud of them. Well, that was good. That yes. was outstanding. <clears throat> Rob Adams' family says he was probably holding a cell phone <sighs> when the police, claiming that he had a gun, shot him dead as he ran away. That was in uh, Dallas Morning News, but it was uh, from the Associated Press. Jesus One of the police Christ. who helped arrest George Floyd is going a two and a half years yes. prison sentence. Going a federal, federal prison sentence. Okay. Yes. Well, he's, yes. he's going to jail. Yes, he is. Thank and, God. And he was not the one that put his knee on J George Floyd's neck. No, he was one of the ones that just stood there and did nothing. One of those that didn't do anything. Watched him die. Yeah. How about this police chief in Mississippi? I don't want to read this, too. A police chief in Mississippi was fired on Wednesday after a leaked recording showed that he, that this official, had bragged about killing 13 people in the line of duty and used the N-word oh. repeatedly, including to describe one black person that this white officer said he shot at least 119 times. The racist, homophobic, and expletive-laden remarks that Sam Dobbins, the chief in the small town of Lexington, Mississippi, made during an April conversation with an officer caused an uproar this week in the Mississippi Delta community. Did this man put that in writing? No, it was a recording. Oh, it was a recording. I don't, oh. know, I don't know if he knew he was being recording or not. You uh, know, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't be talking it's like that It's different in anyway. different states. Some states you can't record nobody without their knowing. 972-647-1893. I don't think Texas is one of those states. Yes, you can Record. You can't yes. record people without their knowing. Yes. 972-647-1893. We're not, we are recording here, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> Only one person needs to know okay. that you're being recorded. So. <laughs> okay. so there you go. I like, I like catching up on the news and, and stuff because 
if you read the if you read the back pages of the news, you know, you find stuff of interest to, to working people. Yeah. Uh, it's usually not good news. No. But you do find what's interesting to working people. Pete yes. Seeger is getting a postage stamp. I saw that in the paper. That is so exciting. That's my, awesome. My favorite artist, I guess, of all time He's is Pete awesome. Seeger, the folk singer. Pretty awesome dude. And I think the reason I like him because he was just cheerful. Yes. All of his stuff is just you know, upbeat. He listened to other people. He he didn't just just perform. He got other people to perform. That's right. He would would get up in front of an audience and say, now y'all sing. Come on, you sing. Come on, sing along. And that was good. We got to take a break? Mm. All right. Okay, we'll be right back. Hang on to the phone and we'll be right back after this break. Blue Monday. I hate Blue Monday. Yes, we hate Blue Monday. <laughs> All working people do. That's right. 972-647-1893. Normally, we don't let anybody call twice. So You're we'll supposed see. to make your yeah. point, you know, and that's all there is to it. But we're going to make an exception and let this lady come back on. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for calling Kana Win. Hi, this is my first call. Oh, okay, oh. okay. So That's excellent. mixed up. I'm okay. sorry. Maybe we had the same name. My name's Arlene. Okay. And I wanted, uh-huh, I yes. wanted to comment on the Indians that are going to try to get their artifacts, oh. are suing for that. Yeah. Well, I hope they go to every state in the United States and get everything they can and get a little more if they can. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a, That's a good, good point, point, sister. Yep. Because... Natives have been persecuted across the United States and every state, yep. and especially, yes, especially in Texas. In uh, Texas, because I grew up in Oklahoma, and oh. we were right around Indians all the time, and I, I love everybody, and I love the Indians especially, mm-hmm. and they were treated so bad, so I hope they get everything, and someday maybe the blacks will get everything. Right. If right. we pull together, if we pull That's together, right. the ordinary people ought to win out, right? That's it. That's it. We hope so. And thank you for taking my call. Thank you for we're, calling us. We appreciate, appreciate you. you. Absolutely. Okay. Have Bye. a great weekend. Thank you. 972-647-1893. It was nice to hear from you. Yes. Arlene. Thank you very it's much. It's very good. I want to get something in from the retiree point of view. A new report from Patients for Affordable Drugs revealed accelerating price gouging from pharmaceutical corporations with 1,186 price increases and a median price increase of 5% so far this year. Well, I just picked up a a prescription for my husband and the last time I picked it up 90 days ago Mm -hmm. was $7 and some change and it was $11 and some change. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, granted, that's not expensive, but... It's going up. I mean, from seven to eleven. Yeah. Nothing changed. Same pill. Everything. That's a big percentage. Yeah. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I've been trying to catch up on foreign news, so I found a news source called Telesur, which does not reflect the same things you get here in the United States. <laughs> Amazing. And one of the things they said is that uh, millions of lives are threatened by a water crisis in Lebanon. <gasps> And I also heard, this is on the radio, said that Monterey, Mexico is having a water crisis. All of their reservoirs have gone dry. Oh, my God. And people turn on the spigot and nothing Nothing comes comes out. out. Oh, my Lord. The United Kingdom experienced its hottest day in history, which was only 104. Because it was 108 here that same day. Yes, and in but my, they, they're not used to it. No, no, and, and they don't have uh, they their don't railroads even, are melting. They don't have the means to to cool off like we do. And they don't have massive air 
air conditioners everywhere. They have their streets are buckling, oh, and some God. of their rails and from their trains. A lot of them ride trains. Yes. And some of the rails are so hot that they they can't trust the that the oh, rails are not getting going to get warped. That's so scary. This uh, it is. Oh, but there's no such thing as climate change. But there's no climate. There's change. no such thing as climate change. What are you talking about? Yeah. How many days have we had? Over a hundred. Let's yeah. see. Does anybody remember 1980? I do. I do too. Ooh. I was working night. Shift then. Oh my God. Had to try to sleep in that 110 oh. degrees. Awful, awful, awful. We didn't have an air conditioner. We lived in a trailer. Oh my Lord. That's awful. Awful. Pre President Fernandez of Argentina called for strengthening ties among South American and Caribbean countries. Okay. He said they could provide food for the world if they could get together. Wow. Quote, Latin America and the Caribbean must be united once and for all because the world has changed geopolitically and no one can be saved alone. He said, I like that. No one can be saved alone. What have we been talking about? Rising together. Mm-hmm. Organizing, organizing, getting together. I am so. I, 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 my my favorite hashtags: organize, register, educate, vote. Mm -hmm. I I've been trying to put that on everything. Um, I I was in a. I watched an interview with Malcolm Nance uh, over his around his new book, which is they kill, they want to kill Americans. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite frightening because mm -hmm. he started that book well before January sixth, and it was actually scheduled to be released on January the seventh. Mm -hmm. But his publisher held it back until recently. Oh, so because of January 6th. Yes, yes. Okay. And it's called They Want to Kill Americans. I Nine, encourage you to listen to it, man. And 972. Or, whatever you need to do, I encourage you to take a look at it anyway. 972 <laughs> I'm reading a good book, too. It's called The Counter-Revolution of 1836. Oh. Professor Gerald Horn of University of Houston, I think, or anyway, somewhere in Houston. Uh, Professor Gerald Horn said that the roots of American fascism were evident in Texas in 1836. Oh I haven't finished the book yet, so I don't know. Here's some more uh, news for retirees. The Alliance for Retired Americans, Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and the Alliance for Retired Americans announced that they endorsed Jan McDowell for hey. Congressional District 24 in Texas. All right, 24 Jan. Is, is, I think, I don't think we're in 24 there's as we a, sit here. There's a little bit, a little piece of, of uh, Dallas in and, 24. But mostly it's the Northern Tarrant County. Yes. Okay, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Glad to hear from you. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you got to get closer to the phone. Hi, is this Tavita? Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah, well, you're Go on ahead. The, you're on the air, brother. Okay, I'm on the air? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I just wanted to mention the name of uh, Sid Miller. Oh. Go ahead. Sid. Okay, this is the Texas Agriculture Commission of Sid Miller. Yes. Sid Miller. Filed a class action lawsuit to halt the payment, claiming the debt release is unconstitutional. And it dealt with giving black farmers a subsidy. Mm -hmm. and, and he, between 20, um, he, he received uh, the database that he showed that he, between 1995 and 2020, Miller himself received $167,128 in agricultural subsidies for his own crop. That's right. That will never have to be paid back. That's right, brother. You are dead. She right. got one hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars. Yep, and that's your yeah. agriculture commissioner. And he don't want the. Baby and he don't want black farmers to get anything. He blocked the right. black farmers from getting a dime. A dime. That's right. Oh. And he said it was right. We can't get a dime. And then he said it's not a. Uh, he said there's a little racism, but America's not a racist country. Did he say that? Did he say that? He, he, says, he says, I am, but everybody else is not. Well, all I can say right. is vote. But he's supposed to represent all the uh, agriculture mm -hmm. ranchers and farmers. But, and he said he did not file under his under the, his title. He filed it as an individual with about eight other 
Uh, ranchers and farmers. I see. <laughs> yeah. I'm other sure white, glad you brought that up. Other Thank white you. supremacists, ranchers and farmers, correct? Yes, yes. Because <laughs> right. they have a bunch of them. But you know what? I'm starting to think they might be coming, maybe coming a little bit less and less. You is, know what I'm is saying? Is anybody running against Sid Miller? Who's that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do you know, brother, who's anybody running I, against no, him? No, I don't. I can no, tell I you. don't know, but I would not be voting for him. I want to find out. And You're going to vote for somebody for else. Uh-huh. Okay. Somebody else, I'm, you know, with that mindset. Well, I appreciate you bringing wonderful. that up. we got to move on. we got other people waiting. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. You're on the air. Uh, hello. Speaking of money, uh, there was a couple of weeks ago, Morning News had an uh, article or a long article about the uh, uh, most successful companies here in DFW. Yeah, I saw top that. Of the, yeah, top of the list was Exxon Mobil. Mm-hmm. And and uh, speaking of money, like the last caller just did, uh, their profit, Exxon Mobil's profit, uh, last year, I think it was last year or the year before, I think it was last year, mm-hmm. 2021, $24 billion profit. That's pro- 24 thousands of millions of dollars profit that's their profit, ExxonMobil. Mm-hmm. They, their revenues were two hundred and forty-seven billion. Oh, but they're not gouging. They're not price gouging. Yeah, well, that, I'm not didn't sure. have anything to do with didn't have anything do to do with have, gas uh, prices going up. No. Do they? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not. They're not going to lose any money on that. Amen. Uh, do they have any uh, union members uh, at ExxonMobil? Only yes. in the refineries. In the refineries. Yep, in the okay. refineries. Well, there's still workers. So that's that's really good proof that uh, you know unions uh, are are okay. They're, they made twenty four billion dollar profit, and their uh, refinery workers are unionized, so yeah. mm-hmm. they can but, make money and still have unions. But I'll tell you, those refinery workers have a terrible time terrible, with management. Terrible. management. Oh, I imagine Management so, yeah. just, uh, just holds out. Well, they locked them they out. To, yeah, they locked them out down locked there in Beaumont, out in Beaumont for a long for time. Months. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got the only uh, uh, unionized jobs in the whole corporation, so that's, yeah. that, you know, that, that's a thorn in their side, under the saddle that they don't like. The boss don't uh, want you to organize. Exactly, and mm-hmm. by the way, the uh, they're moving from Exxon Mobil's moving from Irving, a local company, uh-huh. to uh, Houston. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> y'all were talking about money, so I thought that was kind of it. Thank okay. you. Appreciate Thank it. You so we much. got it. We got Thank people you. waiting though. Good morning. Right. Thanks All for right. calling Thanks. KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Good morning. Yeah. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey, why? Uh, uh, that uh, you buy it. How come they're trying to fire that police chief? Where it wasn't his fault. Which police chief? Uh, you buy it. I don't know. I think he's gonna get fired. He already lost his city. His uh, they had 400, it? they had 400 cops standing around while that guy was in there murdering the children. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's hard for you to have to drop that age. Well, he, I think he's going to lose his job because he, he was totally unprepared, uh, left his radio in the vehicle because he didn't want to take command of the situation. Hmm. <laughs> he should have just stayed in the dang car and go on, go on on home. What do you think about it, brother? That's it. All okay. Right. Thank you it. so much. If you, if you look on my uh, Facebook page, you'll find a song I wrote called The Cops waited outside the school. Ooh. Cops Ooh. waited outside the school. They were able but unwilling to go in and stop the killing. The cops waited outside the school. And on like that. It's got three right. verses. Oh, 972-647-1893. Go ahead, Bonnie. The Democratic candidate for commissioner, agriculture commissioner, is Susan Hayes. A woman? Yes. Uh-huh. She is very capable. I look for women to vote for. I know, sure. right? Because mm-hmm. women are so smart. Yeah. But what's that woman in uh, in 105 uh, out there in Irving that I like so much? Uh, Mesa. Terry oh, Mesa. Terry Mesa. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I love her. And we have 107 That's, is... Uh, what I kind of go by is this. When, you, when uh, labor does something, do they show up? 
And Terry Mesa is nearly always there. Absolutely. If it's anywhere near where Absolutely. she is, Absolutely. she's, she's going to be she's with gonna us. She's going to be there. That that's exactly yeah. right. And if you ain't got the if you ain't got the courage to pick up a picket sign, then and stand for stand for stand what you for stand something. for. If you don't stand for something, then you'll fall for anything. So they say. So they say. So the the uh, a lot of politicians say, oh yeah, well, we're really for you, but <laughs> I want to see them out there. Don't like turn uh, around. <laughs> yeah, my congressman is uh, Mark Visa. Oh, he's always calling already. He's always showing up for stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got we've got elections in November, people, and these are very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. I heard Malcolm Nance talk about this on Thursday night. If we do not get out in the numbers that we need to win, this could quite possibly be the last. Democratic election we will have. Why, why is that, Bonnie? I mean, how would that work? Well, because there are extremists being elected into positions of power in red states, and they are giving those people the power to overturn an election. So if they don't win, they'll overturn it. That's right. That's why you said this may be the last meaningful election. Exactly. So we have to elect the people who are interested in saving democracy, in preserving democracy. Well, other than having strong feelings about it, what should people be doing right now? Registering voters? Registering voters. Handing Mm -hmm. out voter registration cards. Make sure your kids and grandkids are registered. Yes, and if If they're they're going... going, If they're going to be 18 in time for the election, then they can register. That's right. If they're going to be 18 by November the 8th, Mm -hmm. then they can register. But they have to register before October the 8th. I see. So you just put your birthday on there and... You'll be good. I see. Uh, I got to give kudos to the Texas Democratic Party. I received new uh, voter deputy registrar forms uh, that are simpler and bigger. They have bigger print, so they're easier to read. And they have a copy of the bottom part that you give to the voters so that they can prove that they were registered. Uh, and this this was designed by the Texas Democratic Party and accepted by the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. So that's that's positive. That's a big positive. So a big. We're positive. looking for good news. Here's some bad news. Oh God, here we go. The, the, John, <laughs> the John Birch Society is having a renaissance in North Texas. Oh, good God Almighty! Are you kidding? That's, I haven't heard about that since I was a kid. That's what the Dallas Observer said. Oh Lord! And we talked about Pete Seeger having a new postage stamp and the yes. great the great folk singer that he was. Did you notice, Bonnie, when we were leaving? Last time, the music that was played on KNON? I did. I think it was Pete Seeger. It was Pete Seeger, and we appreciate that so much. It's so nice. I like it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we got to go and let them play the beautiful music again. Okay, well, we got to go, so I'm supposed to say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.